To live impeccably means to live without sin, but let's face it, we all fall short. However, a life of constantly missing the mark is where we find the chaos, the dysfunction, and we forego all of our results. I am your host, Amanda DiNardo, and I created this podcast as a safe space for you to begin this beautiful quest to live, learn, and lead a simply impeccable life. Hello, my impeccable listeners. Welcome to episode 28 of the Simply Impeccable podcast. I'm so here for it, like so fired up to give my listeners and my clients so much value because I just feel so confident in my coaching, like off the charts confidence in everything that I'm delivering to everyone who's listening, to everyone who's tuning in to all of my clients who are in the Simply Impeccable Coaching School, my one-on-one clients. I'm talking about crazy, on-fire confidence. And that's an emotion generated by thoughts that is quite opposite from the dangerous yet indulgent thoughts that I want to talk about today. And all of the negative emotions that we like to roll around in. Ladies, you all hear me, especially my women out there. We feel negative emotions that much more, which we are meant to feel, but there are so many emotions that we create because of our thinking. So I want to ask you, how many women listening right now can say that they feel on fire confidence? I mean, for me and my body, it feels like peace. It feels like trust. It feels like excitement. Like I do, I wake up every morning feeling so excited and so fueled. It's like, it's like I'm this engine, like in the best way possible. It's not hustly. It's not graspy. It's not (laughs) burnout-y. It's like fuel, fire, gasoline propelling me like with a freaking like, I don't know what kind of engine is like the best engine that like makes you go so fast. (laughs) That's how it feels in my body. But what is confidence? Confidence is a feeling of trust. Trust. And I've coached hundreds of women. And I know this is not a primary emotion we feel because of our fear-based brain. Our fear-based brain does not want to trust. So it falls into the what-if thoughts, the judgment thoughts. I mean, you name it, I coach on it. Our human brain wants to do one of three things. It is wired to protect you. It's wired to activate your nervous system so that you're in fight or flight response. It is wired to conserve energy, to stay in the cave, to only go out to hunt and gather and then come right back. (laughs) It is wired to avoid pain, avoid discomfort, right? When we were cavemen, and I don't even know if I believe in cavemen, like when I'm just going based off of like ninth grade science class or 10th grade science class when we learned all about that kind of stuff. But um, you think about the the early years of the earth, (laughs) people had to hunt and gather their food. They had to look for dangers left like around every corner. We don't have to worry about that. We're not being chased by a grizzly bear to get our next meal. We're not going to potentially die if we don't, you know, find a place to go fishing. I don't know. 
So we want to conserve that energy and we want to avoid the pain and discomfort. So our brain starts to look for all of the ways to solve for all the problems that might arise so that we don't have to feel the pain or discomfort. We also want to seek pleasure. We want to eat. We want to survive. We want to procreate. We want to eat the Twinkie instead of doing the meal prepping. You get my point here, right? So our brain is just wired to protect us in a way that is often, 99% of the time, not serving us at all. It wants to keep you in what I believe are the top six dangerous emotions. Doubt confusion, uncertainty, shame, guilt, and judgment. And as I go through each of these emotions and how we indulge in them and the thoughts that we create and how it creates actions that don't serve us or our lives or our families or our relationships, as I go through each of these emotions, I want you to think of how your body feels in these emotional suffering feeling places. Doubt. I just, I, I truly, like if I was really, I kind of just put these on paper, but if I was to really rank these indulgent emotions, these dangerously indulgent emotions, I would put doubt first. I really truly would put doubt first on the list. So doubt is a feeling of uncertainty or a lack of conviction. It's like walking around with a big fat question mark. <laughs> Think about the, the other feelings that doubt generates. Hesitation, walking on eggshells, overwhelm. So when you feel this way, what do you do? How does it feel in your body? So I want to give you an example thought of how we create doubt with our thinking. A circumstance arises, something new, a challenge, a p- potential opportunity, a decision that you have to make. And your brain wants to keep you safe. So it starts offering up the thought, what if it doesn't work out? What if when you feel doubt and hesitant, like just think, sink into that thought when you're almost like tiptoeing around because the feeling of doubt generates that lack of conviction, right? So you're just kind of tiptoeing and walking on eggshells. What actions do you take when you feel doubt? I'm going to tell you, you unnecessarily overcomplicate things because you're so overwhelmed. Your brain starts looking for all the problems to solve and to control. And the result from that, well, I guess more of the action of that is avoidance. It's, it's like massive ruminating and you have this massive cognitive overload because you're in your brain trying to solve for all the problems. You're so overwhelmed. You're so frustrated. You're so burnt out. That's the result. You don't have, you don't see any forward motion. You don't make a decision. You are unclear and you're burnt out. That is the result of doubt. It's the direct result of the thought, what if this doesn't work out? You begin to feel that doubt. You begin to feel that lack of conviction, the uncertainty, which is another feeling that is such a destroyer of happiness and such a indulgent uh, feeling place. You just keep walking around with the question mark and you don't make any progress. So crazy. So I want you to think about that. The next indulgent 
dangerous emotion that we love to feel is confused. We love to feel confusion. It's this state of being bewildered or unclear in your mind about something. It's almost like you're super like perplexed, puzzled. You you ever complete one of those thousand piece puzzles? Holy crap. The mental patience. It's like you really have to like put your brain on like high alert, like high functioning. And then you're trying to piece it all together. When you're confused, it's like trying to put a multi-thousand piece puzzle back together. So an example thought is something like, I I really want to tell him how I feel, but he may react poorly. We probably won't make any headway. It's just going to be the same old, same old. When you tell yourself that and you feel hesitant or you feel perplexed in like which way to go, what actions do you engage in when you're trying to put a puzzle together? Think about it. (laughs) You don't act. You avoid. You curl up in a ball. You stay in your head. This feels safe. We, Our brain loves this place. It loves to be confused because then it doesn't have to find any certainty. Crazy. And it, ironically enough, our brain doesn't like uncertainty, but that is another indulgent, dangerous behavior and, and, and feeling place that we like to stay in. Uncertainty, not being able to be relied on, not knowing what's definite. It's very unsettled. Like that, that's the feeling place. It's um it's almost like I don't even know what to even look towards. Like there's this unforeseeable future. Like I can't even create a vision, right? The thought that really creates a lot of uncertainty is that the what-if thoughts. But it it could be a simple thought like, I don't know what to do. And this creates confusion as well. So all of these these (laughs) dangerous emotions are all very similar and connected. But think about not being able to be relied on. I don't know what to do. You don't, when you tell yourself, I don't know what to do, you don't know what to do. You feel unsettled in that. You feel like I don't even have my own back. I don't know what action to take. I have no clue. When you're telling yourself that and you're feeling the uncertainty, what actions will you engage in? You freeze. You're paralyzed. You avoid. You procrastinate. You scroll. You search for the next series on Netflix just to keep your your mind comfortably numb. So you don't have to solve. So you don't have to create any kind of reliability. The next dangerous emotion is shame. Shame is just this painful feeling of like humiliation, distress, um, I'm looking at the definition, caused by consciousness or wrong or foolish behavior. Almost like you're so embarrassed of yourself, that shameful place. You go and you swipe your credit card at the grocery store and it doesn't work because 
unbeknownst to you, someone's been trying to use it, but you feel so embarrassed because you create a thought that like, oh my gosh, what are they thinking about me? What if they think I'm like a loser who has no money? What if, what if, what are they thinking? You, you haven't answered for that question and you start to create all of the feelings around shame, embarrassed, and you start to behave in a way where you justify, you rationalize, you over-explain yourself. Oh my gosh, I this this was working the other day. I don't know what could have happened. I have a lot of money in there. What? Obviously, if you didn't know that someone was using your card and you're like, well, what's going on? You could... Have, Easily, instead of saying like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think about me? Oh, I better, pro- I better figure this out because I don't know why this isn't working. And I, it could be one of a couple, one of three things, let's just say. Like when you solve for that in your brain, instead of like, oh my gosh, what's going on? What if someone stole my identity? What if, <laughs> how could I have let this happen? Why is this happening to me? You feel mortified. You feel shameful. You feel embarrassed. And you start to rationalize or over-explain yourself. That doesn't get us anywhere. It doesn't prove to us that we have our own back. It doesn't prove to us that we're in anywhere, any place close to trusting the outcome, trusting ourselves to handle it. It just allows you to kind of just give that power and authority away. The next indulgent dangerous emotion that we love to feel is guilt. I hear it all the time. Oh, the mom guilt. It's so real. No, you just like sitting there. (laughs) Your brain just likes sitting there, right? We don't need to take it personally or make it about us. Like I'm not judging or punishing or making anyone bad for this. But when you are sitting in guilt, when you are feeling the emotion of guilt, it's like you've committed a crime. You're guilty of a crime. I'm guilty of not showing up like the best mom ever. When you feel like you've committed a crime or an offense, you feel wrong, you feel bad, you feel punished. That is not going to move the needle in your life. That is not going to get you to the next version of you. So an example of thought here is, you know, I could have done that better. And that could be a shameful thought too, but... You know, I, I I can't believe I forgot to pack my kids' pajamas for pajama day. How could I have done that? How could I have done that? You've just made yourself bad and you've committed an offense by forgetting the pajamas. My goodness. When you feel bad or punished, it's almost like I shouldn't have eaten that cookie, right? Like the guilt place. Oh my gosh, I committed a crime by eating that. I shouldn't have eaten that. And again, If you have a goal to lose weight and you have a plan and you have the thoughts that align, obviously if the thoughts align, you're going to feel, you're going to see better results. And that's what I coach my clients around. But when you are making yourself bad with some of these thoughts, you are not going to take high quality action. When you feel guilty, you overcompensate, you overexplain, you go above and beyond. And the results from that are likely burnout. And other people manipulating you. When you feel guilty, you are going to get manipulated. I'm telling you right now, that is a direct result of walking around with that indulgent, dangerous feeling place. The other dangerous feeling place that we love to sit in is judgment. 
And the definition of judgment is like a misfortune or a calamity viewed by punishment. Again, punishment. When we are feeling punished, what action are we going to take? You're going to hide. You're going to ruminate. You're going to sit in all of these ick places. It's like sending yourself to your room. (laughs) We don't need to send ourselves to our room. We don't need to make ourselves bad. That's not going to allow for reflection. It's not going to allow for growth. It's not going to allow for anything good in that punished place, that guilt place, that judgment place. So I hope you're all are following me with all of these dangerous, indulgent behaviors like red alert, red alert, (laughs) danger, danger, danger. Think about indulging in these emotions. Think about indulging in these behaviors day after day after day, allowing yourself the pleasure, the pleasure of these falsely safe feelings, sitting in them and almost like enjoying the comfortably numb place that it creates. It's literally the hell that you know. (laughs) I can't get over that like visualization of like, it's the hell I know, this hot, fiery, burning lake of lava. That's the way I like visualize it, right? It's the hell you know. So you stay there. Because you know the streets. You indulge in going to the restaurants on this street. You continue shopping on this street. And you just keep getting more of the same and same and same. It's just the same cyclical patterns, the hamster wheel. The antidote to all of these dangerous feelings that we like to seek pleasure in, false pleasure in because they feel safe, the antidote is trust. I want you to give yourself trust and confidence, because that's truly what trust and well, what confidence is. It's trusting yourself. It's walking in that faith and unshakable trust. You can generate your own confidence and grow into that next version of you that packs her bags and moves out of hell to heaven on earth. Trust me. Believing in yourself serves you. Believing thoughts that serve you is a game changer, right? Creating those thoughts and creating belief and hope or trust is always going to yield better actions. And then you get better results. Even if the the action is just giving yourself a neutral thought, so it just allows your brain to be more free. I think of this like truly when I, when I, I was actually coaching my clients inside my coaching school, And we were talking about some of the intangible results that we can generate when we get out of the dangerous thought and emotions, thoughts and emotions. And I, and I said, it's almost like there's so much clarity. It's like the flowers look brighter, (laughs) the birds chirping. Like it just sounds like this sweet song, like in a way that I've never experienced before. Like that is the power in doing this work. So I want you to give yourself some freedom today. I want you to give yourself some trust. I want you to ask yourself, why am I indulging in any of these emotions that are not serving me? Why am I not feeling confident or trusting right now? I want you to answer these. Why do I not have trust in this situation? What am I thinking that is generating confusion, doubt, shame, guilt, And who can I be today 
to become that trusting version of me. When you do this work, this is, this is what I like to call true courage. Anyone who's showing up and doing this coaching work and working with me one-on-one or in my Simply Impeccable coaching school, I think you are so courageous. I'm like, thank you for trusting me because you're the one who has the courage to show up for this. It is moving through the discomfort, the fear, and showing up anyways. That's what confidence mixed with fear is. It's courage. (laughs) Confidence with a little fear mixed in equates to courage. And the, the piece with confidence and showing up that way and showing up courageous and moving through the discomfort and the fear and trusting anyways, that trust fuels action. And action is always going to create that clarity. It's always going to get you to that next level. It's always going to either get you more growth, a lesson, or a miraculous, beautiful outcome. This is it. Like, I'm so fired up by this podcast because if everyone can ask themselves those questions and stop finding pleasure in the comfortably numb hell place, the hell that you know, which are these indulgent emotions, these dangerously indulgent emotions, You are going to give yourself so much freedom, so much peace, so much joy, and so much clarity. So amazing. So if you want next level clarity, freedom, peace, and joy, I'm going to call out all the crazy thoughts. I'm going to call out all of your emotions that are wreaking havoc on your life. And we are going to shift them. And I am going to get you to a place where you are so expanded and so lit up And just like, again, walking on the clouds. (laughs) That's what it feels like, y'all. I'm telling you. So if you are interested in feeling better, getting out of the confusion and the doubt and the shame and the guilt and the judgment and the uncertainty, I'm here for it. Join the Simply Impeccable Coaching School today. I would love to see you inside. If you have any questions, please reach out. And make sure you follow me on Instagram because I'm dropping some really great trainings and goodies for y'all to check out to really get a feel for this powerful coaching work. So I will see you in the next episode and I hope to see you inside the Simply Impeccable Coaching School. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to the Simply Impeccable podcast. To connect with me or to gain access to my transformative coaching, please visit my website, amandadenardo.com, or you can follow me on Instagram at amandadenardocoach. I cannot wait to connect with you, my friend, and support you on this impeccable and incredible journey.